Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Do Much on Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory. Sorry this episode's coming out uh, just a little bit late. I usually like to get my stuff out Monday nights or even sooner. I was planning to get my stuff out this week, and I was going to have a different guest. I was going to have Ben McCall, the sprint car driver for the Carolina Sprint Tour, talking to him about their season coming up. But uh, the app I use to record these interviews lost the entire pocket. I lost the entire like 30-minute interview, so... I tried to talk to Ben one more time with uh, Michael joining me on because he knows a lot about sprint cars and I uh, just couldn't get it to work. So, yeah, uh, we're going to be getting him on in a few weeks, hopefully after he gets himself a win or something. I would love to catch him after a win. But today's guest, he's going to be the driver of the number 62 front-wheel drive in the SCDRA. He is a multiple-time winter freeze champion, Andrew Smith. He's going to be... Uh, Join, joining me today, he's going to be talking about the SCDRA season coming up the rest of the season. They already had their first race a couple of, uh, couple weeks back at the Winter Freeze. Talking about this race weekend that's coming up at Tri-County. Barring some weather coming into the area, uh, the Bulls Gap 100K uh, spring thaw has already been moved to April. Some other stuff being moved around like the off-road 100K XR had in Nebraska. But yeah, I am very excited to talk to Andrew, see what he has to say about the season, uh, just learn some more about him. I really don't know too much about him, but yeah, I just want to thank you guys for all the support on the podcast. The average numbers per episode has doubled or tripled in the past month or so. Uh, I'd probably say since I took that two-week like break after winter freeze, after I had Brendan Gibson and then I had John Ruggiero. Things really gotten consistent. Uh, if you're new here, uh, please follow me on all the social medias at Do Much on Dirt, D U N E W I C H. I appreciate all the help, uh, all support you guys have been giving me. And after this interview, I'm going to be getting into the results from the Red Rose Rumble at Lancaster, uh, the Carolina Class season opener, the season opener that was non points at East Lincoln Speedway. Go over those winners and go over what series they got happening this weekend for their season their point season opener that's going to be March 25th and uh tell you what other races could be happening in the area and just let's see what else we got to talk about after that and now here's my interview with Andrew Smith today's guest joining me he's the driver of the number 62 front wheel drive runs with the SCDRA he's a multiple time winter freeze champion down at Screven Andrew Smith how you doing good man how are you I'm good so, uh, last time I saw you, you're at the winter freeze, and uh, you weren't winning like people are used to seeing you win, uh, winning at the winter freeze. Uh, how was this winter freeze this past February? Uh, a whole lot of bad luck. Um, had a really fast car, just uh, not a whole lot to show for it. We broke axle. I think we had three flat tires. I remember those. Bent, yeah, bent the front clip, had some brake problems. I mean, you name it. It ended up, a water leak is what actually ended up took us out of the race. So. Mm. Um, uh, we battled back three or four different times from the back and still felt like we had a chance to win the race and uh, finally had to park it for to save the motor. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw you kept, you kept going back to front, back to front there. That race, that race in general is just a race of attrition. It's just who can survive to the end, no matter if it's a mechanical issue or a wreck or something. It's just whoever. So it, it, I think it used a little bit of luck each time. Yeah, yeah, it, take, it definitely takes some luck. Um, you know, there's been a few times that we we just dominated and led every lap, but it's it's really hard to do. And um, I mean, I've even gotten in trouble leading a race. You know, lap cars or <clears throat> mechanical issues, or man, there's so much that can go wrong. And you know, 
used to be 100, now 60 green flag laps. That's a that's a long time on a dirt track in a Honda. Yeah. How do you feel about that event being shortened from the 100 laps uh, with the yellows being counted to just 60 straight green flag laps? You really don't notice a big difference. Um, you know, 60 was usually on the longer end of what we would run green flag anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't really think it made much of a difference. Um, I don't know. I didn't get to run the whole thing, so I guess it's kind of hard to answer. But uh, for the part I did year. run, you know, and then what I did get to watch in the grandstands afterwards, um, I really didn't see a big difference in it. Okay. Well, uh, that's the past. We're going. Well, I'm gonna go even farther into the past. Uh, how'd you start in racing, and how did r- racing become a big thing in your life? Uh, my family raced, and as soon as I was old enough to get the go kart, I started go kart racing, and um, I've raced a little bit of everything: legend cars, late models, dirt and asphalt, um, some road racing, and then ran a K and N car and a, a Pro Cup car for a couple years. And, Lived in Charlotte doing that. <clears throat> Decided that uh, it was time for me to come back home and get a real job, and then we just started playing with these little dirt cars just for something to do on the weekends. Awesome. Uh, what tracks did you run run at in K and N? We run Dover, New Hampshire, Iowa, Martinsville, Greenville, um, Hickory. There's quite a few Lee up in New Hampshire. Yeah, Lee. I have a lot of buddies from that area that love Lee. Lee's their home track. That's a little tiny joint. Um, we ran Bowman Gray. Uh, a lot of cool places. South Boston. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was just a different, different world for me. Um, honestly, I, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of work. Dealing with NASCAR is kind of a pain in the butt. And, um, makes me really enjoy the dirt racing a whole lot more now, knowing you know what what it is like to do that kind of thing um you know if you know obviously if you had a paid full ride and um you know your name was elliot or blaney or mm-hmm. lajoy or someone like that it's a little different and i race with all those guys all good guys um, <clears throat> what's that all all good guys is just it's oh different. great guys it, just, it's just uh, different for uh regular people <laughs> like like yeah, they definitely had different opportunities than we had and, and we were competitive we had we owned our own stuff and uh we did it on a very low budget we uh we ran a lot better than, than it probably showed and um man we had a lot of bad luck and it uh i don't know i feel like when we really kind of got headed in the right direction was kind of about the time i was really over it and i just got burnt out and was ready to come back home and do something different I understand that, uh, though. I, I understand it could be too wearing. Just take the fun, the fun out of it, and you're not really enjoying it, and it's just more work than fun. Which obviously there's gonna be some work in it. But there's a point where it just becomes too much, and I feel like you're at that point. Oh yeah, it was more than having a, a full-time job. Uh, we accomplished a lot, but not a whole lot of people or, or money. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of what we did and, and where we went with it, but. Uh, I didn't want to spend my life racing, struggling, because it's mm-hmm. just not fun. How did you get started with the front wheel drives and ultimately with the SCDRA? Uh, I had a friend that raced front wheel drives, and, and he was terrible. <laughs> so I, I told him that, you know, if he couldn't do better, I was going to get my own and go run. And, and it kind of was a joke to start with. Ended up having, I had a car give to me, and we put it together, and won the first night out with it well then 
we kept playing just on the weekends when we didn't have anything to do, and then these big money races come about, and we kind of had a little bit of an advantage, a little head start on, you know, what everybody else was doing, and um, my stepdad raced one some, and, and I've helped some kids local that, that raced, and it just, I don't know, it's just a good time. You don't go to the racetrack and work the whole time you're there. You know, it's not a late model or, you know, even a street stock or something. You're not cleaning and grooving tires. You're not, you know, steadily doing something so you can mm-hmm. kind of go to the racetrack and enjoy hanging out and you know being with your buddies exactly that, that's one thing i enjoy about and it, it was different uh walking through the pits of the winter at the winter freeze i think that was my first time being there where you guys were having a big event and the late models were having an event, a big event at the same time where you go through the late model pits and it's stress le- stress levels high everybody's always busy doing something and most of the day unless you guys were about getting ready to stage for an hour and a half um yeah, yeah, you guys would be sitting around just hanging out, eating, grilling some burgers, doing whatever, trying to stay warm that weekend. It it was definitely a different, different vibe throughout those pits with so many cars there. Yeah, man, it's a really good group of people. The SCDRA has kind of, kind of become a family. Um, I would say most of us get along, and even though we don't like on the racetrack, you know, sometimes we we go mm-hmm. at it. But uh, you know, even. Even the guys that kind of go at it on the racetrack, we still get along pretty good in the pits and, and help each other out. And you know, we'll go eat, drink beer, party, whatever. I mean, we we all do it just for for the fun, really. Um, I don't think any of us are getting rich. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a good time. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. I I enjoy being around you guys and uh, coming this weekend. You guys are gonna be back together. You guys got the little Tar Hill at Tri County Racetrack in Brasstown, North Carolina for 5,000 to win. Uh, how do you feel about that event coming up this weekend? I'm pretty pumped up. We, uh, even though we tore the car up a little bit at Scriven, we, we went back through it and, and found some stuff. Uh, we kind of been missing on for a little while. And, um, I think it's going to be really good. It's a little tiny track. Um, I don't really know what to expect. I've never been there, but I like the little bull rings. Um, kind of, kind of what I grew up on. So we'll see. It just, I don't know. I've, I've heard that place gets rough, and I'm, I'm hoping for, for a smooth racetrack. I don't I don't want it too rough, but, you know, a little character's okay. But I'm, uh, it's sore. You get sore after one of the rough mm-hmm. nights in one of these cars, and, and it's not not easy on the cars either. Exactly. <clears throat> I bet you're glad you weren't running the late model at Sonoya a few weeks ago when they had those huge ruts in both corners. Yeah, I've, I've been in some situations like that, and uh, it's definitely not fun for sure. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, what racetracks did you grow up on, most uh, dirt or asphalt? Um, well, I'm from the Savannah area, so I'm only about 30 minutes uh, from Scriven. Okay. Scriven and um, the old Oglethorpe, which is now shut down, uh, Swainsboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's really the only local dirt tracks. Most of my racing was asphalt um, until I started this front-wheel drive stuff. The, I would say 90% of what I did, other than go-kart racing when I was little, was all on asphalt so we ran charlotte atlanta lanier um anderson we've been to vegas as far north as pennsylvania i won the 2008 nationals in elko minnesota i mean we've been i've been all over the country racing texas oklahoma uh lake havasu oh lake havasu yeah i have a i have a niece that lives out there they love going there for the beach i I, i've heard something about there being a track out there but i don't really know too much about it it's a really neat little slick track. Got multi banking, like the bottom's flat, the top's mm. banked. It's 
like a hard transition. It's it's pretty neat little joint. I love that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Anywhere you can have multiple grips for me is entertaining. So as long as it's not a single single grip track either, if it's top or bottom, I just, I just need some side by side. That's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the few racetracks I've ever been to on asphalt that actually had multiple grooves. Um, it was really almost like having two different racetracks in one. You could run the bottom, it was dead flat, or you could move up to the top, which was way around the top, but had yeah. a, a substantial amount of banking, and uh, they kind of evened out. The tra track was different enough in size from top to bottom that uh, it worked. <laughs> That's really interesting. You've been all over the place, all types of car, and, and be able to take that to the front wheel drives and uh, be able to use what knowledge and experience you have, whether it's from the K and N cars or just stuff growing up. Like your that expertise and that knowledge you have, I, uh, I imagine it's been helping you a big amount in the front wheel drives. Yeah, um, man, I pull it all together. It it all helps. Um, you know, the technology and racing has changed so much in the last fifteen or twenty years. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy and it all kind of works the same for, for different, or, you know, for the different types of race cars. So, um, yeah, I, I really go back to a lot of the asphalt stuff, honestly, as crazy as that sounds, the, mm -hmm. you know, some of the more extreme, you know, bump stops and, um, crazy spring packages and stuff that we ran on the, on the stock cars. Um, it really works and it, you you get crazy with some things and you keep some things really simple and um and then of course i got cheated up shocks on my car <laughs> um and you know just the combination of all of it it you know it seems to to work really good and and uh you know it's just been good to us awesome so uh i imagine you're probably gonna be chasing the season championship with scdra this year you're gonna be doing any other races outside of them any other big events um well first off we don't points race um okay we race for paychecks or not paychecks but the big checks um man i when i quit racing professionally i quit points racing if um you know if it falls in our hands it does if it doesn't it you know then that's okay too we won the i don't even remember maybe the 2020 scdr championship and we didn't even run all the races you know sometimes sometimes it just goes your way and and uh you know sometimes it doesn't last year we won four in a row you know but the year started so bad that uh you know we missed the championship by a little bit there at the end mm -hmm. um uh, did, so you did, know we uh, we don't dwell on that we go to win races um trophy hunting i guess like davenport and uh you know take it how it lands awesome i i definitely respect that way and i think you see that a lot more these days uh everybody just chasing it doesn't matter what level of dirt racing especially you look at it whether it's the top of the late models like you're saying with Davenport and Overton and a bunch of those guys or even even down in the front wheel drives like you guys. I, I definitely respect it and it's a good way to help help you make a living and be able to support uh, support what you're doing. Yeah, and we've been lucky enough that the, you know, the last five, six years, um, my front wheel drive racing has supported itself. It pays its own bills. Um you know, so that's why we stick with the program we have. We, we go where the money's at. We don't race local much. Um, it just doesn't make sense. I got two kids and, mm -hmm. and some good people that help me. And, you know, it's hard to drag them to the racetrack when it's just going to cost money and be work. Yep. Um, you know, and going to the SCR races, that's where our friends are at. So we we go to these races just as much to hang out with friends and family. That's what they've become. And, 
you know, as we do for the racing and the money. Um, and we will venture out. We'll go to Kentucky for sure for King of the Compacts. And, that's what I was about to ask. Yep, you know, that's one of my there. favorite races and one of my wife's favorite races of the year. We we have some really good friends out there. and um, We usually party pretty hard there. We have a good time. They have a bar on the back straight away, and everybody hangs out after the races. Uh, there's a good chance you'll see me out there with y'all this this October. <laughs> well, come drink a beer with me. But right. uh, there, and then uh, I'd like to hit a few of the northern races. And them guys up in the northeast, they do a great job putting on their events. And um, we went to Winchester last year and won it. And we're definitely going back this year. Mm-hmm. And got a couple more on our radar. We'll, we'll see how how um, our schedule falls out. And you know, dealing with two little babies running around you know never know what could pop up but as, as long as everything goes good we uh we'll be a few of them exactly and, and i like when you're not points racing you're just going for the money whatever you do it, you you kind of get to that helps you put your family first probably i would be able to say because you get to if, if you have something come up you don't have to be like ah but i'm missing out on points you you just go oh nope well i have to miss that and i'll go chase the money next opportunity i get yeah, there's, uh, you know, we've, we've got a few things planned this year family-wise that, you know, it's just not going to work out with some of the schedules. and um, But, you know, you never know what could happen. Sometimes it changes. We said last year we weren't going to run them all, and, and we ended up at all of them. So you never know. Uh, what other new tracks are on the schedule this year that uh, you're excited about? Let me pull up that schedule. Um, you oh, guys man. got uh, Winchester again, and then you got Lakeview. Yeah, have you done uh, Lakeview um, before? Um, yeah, I won the first race at Lakeview. Um, kind of had a poor showing last year. I wasn't wasn't on my on my game there. Um, where else would I say Winchester is definitely one on my radar. I enjoyed it. It's different. It's a very different racetrack. Um, I would say as close to like a Martinsville as you could get. The oh, way okay. you drive it. Um, Long straightaways, very sharp corners. Yep, um, Kentucky, you know, the, yep, Florence Florence is, uh, it's always one of my favorites. Anything at Scriven, even though it's close to home, Scriven's yeah. its own unique beast. It is. A <laughs> um, couple of Tennessee tracks, and I think, was I-75? or Yep, I-75 is June 9th and 10th. Uh, new Two new Georgia tracks, it looks like, is Sonoya and Rome. And Sonoya is also, I'm going to say all of them, actually. All of those are places that I'd like to go. Um, man, everybody knows I love the slick. So, yep. Sonoya. Definitely. Um, I'll probably show up and get embarrassed now that I've said that. But, well, you know, I well, love I'll racing. I'll bring back the receipts. The, I'll bring back yeah. the receipts. <laughs> yeah. Um, the slick, I've raced in the rain and loved it. And we've won races rain in the rain and on asphalt. And, um the adversity i really like a different racetrack it seems like every time we go somewhere that something's challenging we run good or, or win um rome i think that's a big half mile mm-hmm. um man as much as i say i'm a bullring racer i love the big hammer down racetracks i love the speed so um i'm excited about all of them you know i, I like going new places uh I wish the schedule would change a little more, you know, to kind of incorporate new tracks every year. I know it's it's hard to keep going back to the same places, you know, and going to the new ones, but um, I like the, you know, the different places. I wish we could go back to Alltech. That was one, mm. um, you know, we, we struggled down there. I blew up two motors that weekend. Um, Alltech's a great track. 
yeah, I would like <clears throat> I would like to get back down there and there's a couple different places. I'm really excited about Sonoya. I think they've been working on that one for several years. They have. Uh when I was at the freeze, the Sonoya promoter, he was there talking with Kelly. Mm-hmm. And so I bet they kinda ironed it out and kinda confirmed that weekend if I kinda had to guess. Yeah, and I know I know the Masseys and uh and the Pollard family, I know both of them mm-hmm. and um I know that, you know, that's kinda been in the works, you know, through both um I guess ownerships or however you want to look at that, but uh they got I'm glad they finally here. got something figured out to where we can go run and see what it's like. Yeah, it's, see if I can uh, see if I can go faster than Mark Newton. Hopefully, <laughs> seemed like some uh, the Rome the Rome event kind of came together quickly. Like they were probably already in the talks about doing it sometime, but didn't have a opening in the schedule. And then when they had to move Sumter to June to kind of be a combo race with the Ultimate Late Models, that kind of seemed like it opened it up for Rome to come onto the schedule. They were probably like on a waiting list, or Kelly was like, "Yeah, if I have an opening, you guys are getting it." Yeah, and I really think there's a lot of racetracks that, that want to jump on board that, you know, the scheduling is just the issue. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to different promoters myself, or they've contacted me saying, hey, you know, I'd love to have y'all, but it's just so hard to make it work with, you know, either Ultimate or, or whatever else Kelly may have going on or, or uh, you know, whatever the track has going on at different times. So, yeah. you know, glad to see that some of these places are, are squeezing us in and, you know, I know they feel like they're taking a chance on us, but it's uh, it's a pretty solid program. I feel like, and I think it'll uh, it'll work out for both parties. I feel like you guys are really gaining a bunch of the series is really gaining a bunch of traction and really starting to pick up its name in the dirt racing community. It's definitely grown a lot in the two or three years. I feel like I've been paying attention to it, and I feel like it's just going to keep going up if they keep with the momentum they have. Yeah, for sure. When you pay the money, people's gonna show up to race, and mm-hmm. there's nowhere you can go race for, you know, five, ten, twenty thousand um, dollars for the money we spend to do it. You know, it's just not an option in any other form of racing. Um, you can still build one of these cars for less than ten thousand um, dollars, as long as you don't think you need three hundred horsepower, and <laughs> um, and you don't. I'll be the first to say it, and uh, and go go have a chance to win that money back. You know, the first night. Yeah, I, I love that. That I feel like that's the way that a lot of racing should be going. I, I love how SCDRA is trying to keep it as affordable as they can. It, it's a really helpful option to people that want to get into the racing that might not be into it or a guy that's just looking for an affordable way that's been running run the upper expensive levels for a while. I feel like it's just helpful all around for everybody. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and they, they're tightening down on some of the rules, which is – it's something they need to do um trying to keep some of the affordability in it and yes like anything else you know we can make it expensive if we want but uh you know so far it's not it's not terrible you know tires are, are kind of an expense for us and yes. you know other than that the travel costs you know travel costs are you know nothing really we can control but uh you know we we deal with that just to, to go play mm-hmm. And you guys run regular DOT uh, style, like road tires, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, I was making sure. Nah, that, that's what I thought, because uh, I've ran I've ran a couple of Enduros on asphalt and stuff, and I was just making sure that kind of transfers the whole thing. I know you guys mess around with the rim sizes and that type of thing as part of your strategy to make be able to run better. 
Yeah, I try to stick to the same size tires most of the time. I'm actually standing here leaning on them. Um, the BFG pretty well dominates. I think that's what just about everyone runs now. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a really good tire, really hard to beat. Um, stays underneath you really well. <clears throat> and it's, you know, fairly affordable. Um, I think the last two I ordered, they were around 300 bucks for a pair. I put two new ones on every race. Okay, kind of alternate. Um, well, the rears still the rears will stay on the car most of the year. Um, okay, I may go through two right rears a year. The fronts, like I said, a new set every race, and you can get more than one race out of them. It's just if you really want to go fast, you want new tires. So, yep, exactly. Um, I've uh, I've made myself promise that I wouldn't go to the racetrack without new rubber ever again. Because there's been times we showed up and and I was cheap and and tried to use some used tires and, and in the end wasn't happy so now if it, if we leave the house we got new tires for trip. that's awesome to hear yeah i know you've been to so many tracks all over the country doesn't matter if it's been asphalt dirt go-kart tracks road courses whatever if there's still one track that you haven't been to that'd be a dream for you which one would it be um i'm gonna say there's probably two it, it would be a toss-up um one being eldora i did not get to race at eldora um that would be one of the big ones and then i would like to go to knoxville which is probably never going to happen i've been there and watched <laughs> um ended up there for the knoxville nationals by chance when we were in iowa racing and got rained out mm. um that always happens the same weekend yeah you know both of those i would like to see happen um i don't think knoxville ever will but you know eldora hopefully they open back up and, and get us there and um you know it ends up being something i can do um you know a lot of people say bristol bristol's not i've raced on asphalt or concrete there um several times and you know i don't feel like i miss anything with the bristol deal i couldn't get off work to go to that but um eldora is one i really kind of regret not making a little more effort for yeah i love eldora i went there for my first time last year and i'm going back this year for the sprint car million and it, it, I love the facility. I love the energy around there. The actual racing, the actual racing surface is awesome. And yeah, I'd love to see you guys out there. Any anytime you guys be able to get back up there, yeah, I will be there. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't care if there's any support series or anything. I'll be there for you guys. Seeing you guys run on that awesome facility. And, and the first thing I thought of when you say Knoxville, I'm like, oh no, they're gonna be hitting the rev limiter a quarter way down the back stretch. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, well, I mean, we, we gear for, you know, just like all these other cars, we gear for where we go, and, and we do our homework. Um, it would be fun, man. That's a different dirt. Like I said, I've been there mm -hmm. and, and seen it. I've just never got to race on it. And, uh, you know, the curb it builds, the curb on the infield, um, you know, the black dirt, it's, I mean, it gets a mirror-like finish, and it's just something that's really, I don't know, it's just appealing to me. I like the, the different types of racetracks like that. That's awesome to hear. I haven't heard a lot of people really say Nax uh, Knoxville is one of their dream tracks. I usually ask every guest that question. Pretty much everybody says Eldora. Everybody will throw out a random random track here and there. I can't I can't think of any of the weird ones right now. But, yeah, a lot of people say Eldora. But Knoxville is an interesting one. Like, you'd think that people would say it, but I think you're the first one on the show so far that's uh, said Knoxville. I think to really appreciate it, you really got to be there. You yeah. know, with the Hall of Fame and um... – you know, just a grandstand set up and, you know, a lot of people's been to Eldora, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like dirt racing's big around the Eldora area, <clears throat> you know, the billion, the dream, 
Yep. Um, the world, you know, everybody knows about Eldora, but, you know, yeah, the, the Knoxville Nationals, you know, it's just not quite, I don't know, the prestige maybe. I think the in the sprint car in the sprint car community, it has the probably some of the most. I think it is probably the most prestige in the sprint car community. But if you're going outside of it, I think it kind of yeah, and we're kind of outside of that realm a little bit. You know, we got starters and clutches, so you know we're a little different than them guys. But uh, different. Yeah, they. uh, It's one of those things. Like I said, if you ever see it, it's just a different place. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's got that same. I don't know, magic, you know, that Eldora has. And I guess because it's different than anything else I've ever been to, it's just more appealing to me than Eldora. No, I can, I completely understand that. I, I would, no, I've been trying, we've been trying to make a plan with my friends to make it to Knoxville Nationals one year. It just didn't work because, but okay, we're going to Knoxville Nationals this year. Okay, Eldora Million plan. Okay, let's go Eldora Million. And we're like, okay, we did the Eldora Million. They're not going to do it again. Let's do Knoxville. Uh, well, we're now we're doing a sprint car million. Damn it, we're going out. We're going Eldora again, <laughs> and that's just how it ends up. But ne- next year the plans Knoxville, pending anything crazy happening, you know, for me to be able to experience that. Yeah, it's uh, man, it's it's a cool place, and I haven't actually been to Eldora, but I feel like, you know, I know a lot more about it. You see it yeah. on TV a lot more. You know, it's it's just, I don't know. I just I don't not quite the attraction they're still both you know top of the line um you know dream races for me but not uh i think i think knoxville does kind of stick out a little bit okay awesome before we jump off of here you want to thank anybody that helps you out or any sponsors um yeah and i'll probably miss a few um you know jason mortars tuning he's we've come a long ways together yeah he is awesome um definitely the best in the business hands down um Edwards Interior Graphics, they keep the car looking good. Um, pretty wrap on it for me to try and tear off. And um, I love the Back um, to the Future car. What's that? I love the Back to the Future car. That, that thing is yeah. really pretty. Yeah, looking. yeah, that was that was a complete surprise. I drop it off to him, usually last minute. It, he just designs whatever, and I've never had one that, uh, that I didn't like. So we're just going to stick with that. But... Uh, um collins fabrication my buddy jimmy man he builds an awesome beautiful body that i constantly put dents in <laughs> um uh hometown auto care they do a lot of stuff for us here local keep us keeps us on the road keep our tires mounted um there's some great guys they love racing and do a lot for the, the local community uh and body shop i've been on his frame machine several times in the last couple of years because i'll be tearing stuff up and uh southeast performance um if you don't know alan we call him dirty he absolutely builds the best wiring harness you will find for one of these cars Mm. um i'm pretty hard on my buddy we've been friends for a long time we've had ups and downs but uh i'll give him credit he's got the wiring harness game covered so um i would recommend anybody use any of those guys as much as i hate for people to have as good equipment as i do that's that's where all the good stuff comes from Awesome. Well, Andrew, I think uh, appreciate you coming on, taking some time out of your day to uh, talk to me, and uh, good luck this weekend at Tri County. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Right. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Andrew Smith. He was awesome to talk to, and I can't wait to see how he does for the rest of the season and how the SCDRA race weekend goes on at Tri County in Brasstown this weekend, the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth. 
Uh, let's go back to last weekend. I was at the Red Rose Rumble at Lancaster Motor Speedway in South Carolina for the Carolina Class season opener. That was won by Ben Watkins. He led all 40 laps. It was total domination. He even set the track record with an 18-140. He, I was staying on the back straight when he did. He was fine, even compared to the other guys. He, I think he had everybody by about three, three and a half tenths. He, he blew everybody's doors off and. It, it was a good overall event, good night. I enjoyed my time at Lancaster. But I'm going to go over all the main events for the Renegades. Brent Hodges in the 77H won the 12-lap event, followed by Jason Gulledge in the 12, and Brandy Baker in the 16. He won by 1.2 seconds. In the Furniture Factory Outlet World Vintage, it was Chris Venture in his Dale Earnhardt style number 3, taking home the 10-lap main event, followed by Sean Mangum and Elias Grant in the 27. He won by 2.512 seconds. And he came from third to first to get that win. And then Carolina Clash was third on the night. It was Ben Watkins, like I said, a second ago. Round at the podium was Dalton Wilson in the 18D. Look out for him on the podcast possibly in a couple few weeks. I've uh, talked to him a little bit. Great Parton, great finish for them. I believe they are going to be in the Rookie of the Year battle for... Carolina Clash was that's gonna be very very entertaining. We're gonna see what that field is actually gonna look like over the next couple weeks as they get more races under their belt, which guys are gonna be making every race. Their next race isn't until April 15th at Fayetteville. There's a chance I'll be at that race, but I don't know. I gotta work on some stuff I'm doing that weekend and uh, we'll see down the road. But I'm gonna just finish out the top ten, just write them off. Adam Yarbrough, great finish, Rambo. Franklin 5th, Jeff Smith 6th, Benji Hicks 7th, Matthew Nance 8th, Ethan Wilson, the Little Wilson 9th, and David Yandel 10th. Won by 2.152 seconds again. Landon Zakalowski, he went plus 9 as the hard charger. Tough break was Brett Ham. He got up in the wall and was out of the race on the first lap. Going to the Monster Thunder Bomber. I believe this is a new series. It was their first race. And it was for a thousand to win. And Benji Knight in his 12x ended up taking that with Hunter Funderburk in the 78 second and Luke Dogg in the 97 third. That looks a looks like a really stacked field. Jacob Funderburk, he he's already won two three races this year. He ended up coming home 14th. Dwayne Ray, he was hard charged with plus nine. For Crate Sportsman, Benji Knight also took it home again in the 14 again, 10 lap main event, followed by Justin Fight and Cade Langley in the 11. He won by 4.2 seconds in that one. In the Port Heating and Air Pure Stock, it was Tyler Parker that won his, I believe it was his first ever main event. Awesome for him. 10 laps. His 14 car finished first with Bryn McAteer in the 53 second. Galen Ballard in the 1B third. He won by 3.274 seconds. Hard charge Mike Sloan. It went from 8th to 4th in the 91G. And the SEDRA-type Hornets, 10-lap finish, which was full of controversy. If you want to see everything that went on there and the interview after it, very entertaining. I recommend you guys watching it. Go to the BAM Racing videos. You'll see other recent videos. Go to the SEDRA Hornet feature from Lancaster for Red Rose Rumble. That was won by Zach Sloan in the 91C, followed by CJ Deason in 22A and Cody Kelly in the 05. Hard charger was Zach Sloan. He went from 12th to 1st. They made him start in the back and get all the way up to the front. Tough break was David McManus, who finished 12th. Delivery. What? For Evan I'm trying to cord. Yes, love? Uh, no. You're good.
Okay. Come back at 425. That's it for all the winners at Lancaster. Congrats to all of them. They have another event going on this weekend. I believe the Monster Thunder Bombers are back, or they might not be. I'm not too sure. Don't count me on that. But let's go over to East Lincoln Speedway, who had their first race of the season. They've had a couple of practices and a couple of Enduros to start off the year. They've had one about once a month. They were running Renegades, Pro Force, Thunder Bombers, Front Wheel Drives, LS Sprint, and Pure Stock V8s. In the Renegade division, it was... Paul Visage taking home that win. And Pro 4, it was our friend of the show and buddy Cody Verbos taking home the win. Uh, he won Heat 1, Heat 2 is won by Tyler Lester. And the Thunder Bombers is Alex DiPietro winning the main event. And front wheel drive was Mike Stacy winning the 17 car main event. LS Sprints was Keith Fry. Pierstock V8 was Chandler Barker. Good night for them. I can't wait to see how their season is going to start shaping up. They're going to have a big event going on this weekend. I believe the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Models are going to be joining them. I believe their show is looking to be about 1,800 to win at this point. I think I saw something on, on their social media is about it's going to be paying that much coming off uh, their season opener. That was at Carolina for the Steve Hines Memorial uh, about a week and a half ago at this point. And so let's look forward to what we have going on this weekend. Carolina Sprint Tour will be at Harris Speedway, which is where, barring any weather, all my stuff could change. Please stay updated on the Do Much on Dirt Twitter to where I'm going to be at. But right now, it is Harris Speedway. And they are going to be running the Carolina Sprint Tour for 1,000 to win. Also running is going to be Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Futures, Fort Outlaws, Front Wheel Drive, and V8 Young Guns. Full event, it's going to be gates open at 4, drivers meeting 6, pits 30, grandstands 15, and kids 12 and under free. That is at Harris Speedway, and around my hometown of Forest City, I actually grew up in Bostick. If you know the area, P Ridge Road, that's where I grew up. Over, over by Kay Hooper's house, the, the mansion, if anybody knows that. If anybody knows where I'm talking about, I'm going to give you a firm handshake next time I see you in person, because that's a very niche thing to for people to know about, I guess, but... Okay, let's go to the SEDRA event I was just talking about with Andrew Smith that's gonna be Friday and Saturday. On Friday, they got the SEDRA qualifying. Tri-County Front Wheel Drive's gonna be running for $500. Pony, Open Wheel Modifieds, Limited 604 Modifieds, and Open Practice ever After. That's Pits at 4, Stands 5, Drivers Meeting 7, Racing 7.30. On Saturday, it's gonna be the SEDRA feature for 5,000 Smackaroos. Super slash late limited late models for two thousand dollars, six oh two late models, street stocks, and that's gonna be pits open at three, stands at four, drivers meeting at five, and racing at five thirty. Grandstands for Friday are ten, Saturday twenty, kids eleven to fifteenth, five Friday, tenth on ten on Saturday, kids under ten free, senior citizens seven on Friday, seventeen on Saturday. I hope they're able to get that event in. Uh, I would like to make it to Tri-County. It's just a it's just a big haul for me, being two hours to Harris, and I have some family there, and probably going to spend a little bit of the day there before I even get to the track, and Tri-County being way out there in the mountains, about four hours. Depending on, what, on weather, I could literally end up anywhere. I could even end up at like at the, the Sumter Enduro. 
it, it just just depends how stuff lays out. Like I said, just stay up to date on the Do Much on Dirt Twitter. Also, Cherokee Speedway has the Mideast guys coming to town. They have a bunch of different divisions running. I'm getting to their page real quick. Shout out to William Richard. Doing a great job always on all their social medias. March 23rd through 25th. I believe the 23rd is a practice. 24th is going to be the Midi 602 Mods qualifying in heats. It's going to be Pure Stocks run for $450. Crown Vic V8 for $250. Young Guns V8 for $250. And the pit stands 15, pits $30. Saturday is going to be the Midi 602 Mods, $5,000. 604 Late Models, $1,200. Street Stocks, $900. Renegade Sportsman, $800. Thunder Bomber, $700. Mini Late Models, $700. And Extreme 4 running for $600. Stands will be 20, pits 35 Always love the Midi Series and them at Cherokee. I feel like it's going to be a good event for them. Uh, there's a chance I end up there too. We'll just have to see. And let me look at my full schedule stuff, see what's also going to be running. Like I cut, yeah, weekly show at Carolina on Friday. Also, I-95 late models will be at Fayetteville. That's going to be cool. And then, like I said, the point season opener at East Lincoln on Saturday, the 25th. So full weekend, full, uh, full all types of stuff you go to, all types of cars. I also believe the Little Dream is going to be at North Georgia this weekend. Huge event for the 602 late models. Awesome for them, great guys getting some big money. Uh, dude that's been featured on Do Much on Dirt as, on an interview on social media from the Winter Freeze. 14 year old late model driver Matthew Taylor is already entered into the event. He told me at the Winter Freeze that he's looking forward to this. He's a really good kid who's starting to trying to get some experience against the big guys. He's also running against kids his division, so his his age range too. But uh, big props to him. Cool, cool kid. Cool family. Beautiful looking race car. Look out for him. Gray and black. Number thirty-eight. The number thirty-eight. A bright, reflective purple. It's beautiful. But good luck to those guys. And I'm just really happy. There's so much going on. Uh, next weekend, there's not as much going on. Next weekend, I only have USCS Sprint Cars at Cherokee and Weekly Show at East Lincoln. But Oh, going to be added, more can be added with uh, some stuff probably getting rained out this weekend, but we just got to keep up to it. Also, the Bulls Gap 100K got moved around to, I believe it's April 14th and 15th, and they added an XR Working Man Show to the 11th, and then moved the, I believe it is the Elkhorn 100 XR Super Series event that was also for 100K at Off-Road Speedway in Nebraska. That got moved to... Don't don't hold me to it, but I know it's sometime July, mid to late July. I know I should have had that in front of me. That's completely on me. But I want to thank you guys for getting through this whole episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Andrew Smith, and I apologize for this episode being behind. I, I would like to get everything done on Sundays and then get get out Sunday night or just have everything post uh, get ready to post Monday. But appreciate all the support we made to the end of the episode. Go follow all my social medias and do much on dirt. D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H on dirt. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, go follow my Instagram, Evan McCrory, M-C-C-R-O-R-Y. And uh, if you're a driver or racer, you want to come on to the podcast, do an interview, just do a little something. Or if you're just a fan that wants to come on, just speak your mind. I'm down with it. <laughs> I really am. Unless you say some outlandish shit or something that's ridiculous. 
go for it <laughs> like if you got some if you got something on your mind you want to talk about in the dirt racing world especially here in the carolinas do it i'm all for it but uh thanks again guys i still have a bunch of stickers so if you see me at the track ask for some stickers and uh stay updated where i'm gonna be on the do much on dirt twitter and i hope you guys have a great week peace